ways. Good ways. Good ways. Good ways. Good ways. Good ways. Welcome, welcome, well, <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, everyone, welcome back to uh, Good Ways episode two. Um, black love. We're talking black love uh, this week, what it is, how to navigate it, also just how you navigate relationships with um, white fathers as well. Um, we've got two new uh, presenters on today. Um, you guys would potentially know me from the first ep. If you haven't listened, listen. <laughs> it's a good one. Um, but yeah, I'll throw to uh, Bronnie and Jace to give themselves uh, a bit of an intro. Bronnie, I reckon you go first. Hey, you mob. My name's Bronte. I'm a Bunjalong, one and jolly woman. Um, I grew up all over, but my people are from a small town in southern Queensland called Bow Desert. So we're related to the Currys, the Jarrets, the Fogarty's, pretty much everyone you can find in Bow Desert. Shout outs. <laughs> That's me. Jace, what's happening? Yeah. Hey, you mob. Uh, my name's Jason. I'm a Yaru and Garajari man from the Kimberley. Um, I have a living down in Wajok Noongar Buja, down in Perth, but I've got family in Broome and pretty much all the Kimberley. So good to be good to be on the show. <laughs> I, I, I might take these off because it give me a bit of a headache. Um, <laughs> that was just for the intro. That was just for the intro. Um, yeah, your mom. So so black love. Um, what? What is it, and is it something that we see often, um, you know, in in mainstream uh, today? In the past, um, myself, I, I don't, you know, I, I, I couldn't tell you any, you know, examples off the top of my head besides like, you know, Brand New Day and like Samson Delilah, which was a <laughs> really sad movie. I can't watch that anymore. But um, yeah, what's what's Black Love? Ronnie, what's black love for you? Well, I think for me, being being in a relationship with someone who's also black, for me, it's just that deep connection. I think for me, it's really been unconditional love. We love each other through all the trauma, everything, and it's just this unspoken understanding. To me, it's really, really special, and I'm so I feel so lucky to be in a black relationship. I love love and I love black love especially. I wish I saw more of it growing up. I wish I saw representations of what black love truly is growing up because it's really beautiful and it's really amazing and I feel really lucky to have found a partner who's also mob and mm. gets it. Mm. Yeah, and like you said, Bronnie, like seeing it, you know, in our households and stuff like that as well, it wasn't wasn't something that I, that I saw often. Um, but yeah, Jace, what, what about you? Yeah, like I think Fronti, you said it pretty well. It's it's like when I see black love, it's it's just like something that's really special. Um, and I've seen it around like from my family, especially um, in my extended family, a lot of black love. And I think that that's something that I wish I could see more of in the mainstream, whether that's like mainstream media or um just like mainstream, even social media, like what that black love is and, and how special it is. Um, so yeah, for me, it's, it's just like another 
something special that the mob have that is really it's really unique to us and and something that we've I think we all kind of can relate to in a way even if we don't necessarily have a um like in a black black relationship I think everyone can kind of see what black love is and and even if it's just one person in the relationship like being that happy I think is is so important no 100% 100% I'm I'm um I'm a bit of a sucker for love. I love, I love love. Um, but for me, like I was saying before, it, it wasn't necessarily something that was, you know, readily, like you, you didn't see it everywhere, like at, at home. I think for, for me, it was like, you know, people in relationships and, uh, you know, my cousins having kids and stuff like that. Like they definitely loved each other, but it wasn't that like sappy, you know, love that, you know, you see on on the TV and stuff like that. Like they'll pump out heaps of kids. <laughs> I think I think you know that you know the relationship uh, between mob. I think is you know it, it it's a lot it's a lot different and it serves different functions as well. I don't know. What, what do you think, Bronnie? Like in terms of like, I think it's like a thing of survival and stuff as well. Like, um, you know, like yeah. For me, I. I've only I've only been in one serious relationship, and that was with uh, you know someone who she wasn't white, she's Portuguese, so she's like brown. But another yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it, it definitely. I haven't I haven't been in a relationship with a with a black woman before. Um, but for me, the biggest thing that I realized was you know how you talk about and share your your trauma. I think in like a relationship. Um, that's you know you you need to be able to trust you know your partner with you know you, your trauma yeah i think dating someone who's also mob it's a lot easier to share that trauma and be able to relate to one another but in saying that um jack and i my man we've both had very different experiences of growing up aboriginal so jack's dad was able to break the cycle and I guess I'm kind of in that process now of breaking the cycle um and I think with Jack you know he comes to the relationship with stories from his dad and what his dad's gone through and I think another layer to that is I have such an amazing relationship with Jack's dad because I didn't grow Mm. up with a lot of black role models Mm. and I, I love his dad. I love being able to relate to everything he's gone through and I feel so comfortable sharing, you know, what I've mm. gone through. Even bringing Jack around to Christmas. We still live in Redfern Housing Commission. That's <laughs> where my family's from. But Jack's, we go to Jack's dad's mm. um, parents' house in the Housing Commission as well, just on the other side of Sydney. And I, there's no shame there because... Mm that's who we both are that's where we both come from and I think being in a relationship where there's no shame with previous partners you know I've never brought them around I've never wanted them to meet my family or see that part of myself and I just think it's so special to have not only Jack but Jack's family in my life you know like Jack's dad's such an amazing role model for me and I just yeah like like I said I feel so lucky oh bunny <laughs> gotta put these glasses on now <laughs> Um, speaking about 
black relationships. I, th- I don't think I think everyone sort of experienced this, but um, Jace, I might ask you, <laughs> I might ask you this, but um, have you ever had to ask someone whether you were related or not? You know, someone who you were, you know, semi keen on, going to put the go on. Do you do you do the what's your name, who your mob, where you're from, check, or did you in the past? <laughs> I've never, I haven't dated uh, someone else who's mob before, so like I, I haven't, I suppose you could say I haven't had that opportunity to have to ask them <laughs> if we're related or not, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. But uh, I, I remember hearing one time when I was living down here and my, the rest of my family was up north and I went home and my sister had a new boyfriend and um, one of my uncles was over and he, he goes, I think he met him for the first time and he goes, oh... I know you, you're, you know, like such and such, this, 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 listing everything. Um, and eventually, like, kind of like, th- there's this relationship here that's you shouldn't be in. But um, luckily for my sister, it was all just a big prank on her. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's bad. Uh, do, you, do you reckon if, like, say if that was the case, how long would you have to be with someone and then you find out that you're related for you to go, yeah, nah, sweet. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's not let's not bring it up. <laughs> I think I think you just gotta ask straight away, hey. That's yeah. probably a lesson. Yeah, that's, that's a lesson there. Um, what about you, Bronnie? Nah, Never. haven't been doing any cousins, <laughs> nothing. Nah. <laughs> what about you, Jonah? Nah, no, not not Dorian cousins, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had, had a couple times where um, you know, was talking to someone and then we later found out. <laughs> talking we, in what way? Just texting. Okay. Yeah, just messaging. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, no, it happened. Um, it's happened to me a couple times actually. Like, oh. I'll just pre- I'll, I'll preface this from the the outset. Nothing ever happened. Like. <laughs> didn't kiss or anything like that, but found out later that, yeah, we were actually related. And it's like, it's, it's a, for any, for anyone that's happened to, it's a, like, it's a weird experience. Cause like you're talking to this person and you, you know, you start to get like a little bit keen on them and you're talking to them about, well, you know, what they like and all that kind of shit. And then, you know, it's like, cause you've already, you've already, you think you've already done the check, like, you know, you check their last name and you ask your mum or like I've, I've asked my mum and dad like heaps like subtle ways like oh are we related to like the so and so and they're like no 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 and then like that's my check <laughs> um but yeah like i mean it, it is it is kind of like it is a humorous like situation to be in but when it actually happens it's kind of like it's like you know, you, you know, you like that's it's just game over. You can't go there. <laughs> like this is, it's getting a bit risque now, but um, yeah, just bring it back. Like I, I think, like I've told, like you know, my white friends, you know, that this has happened, and they're like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> but then you tell backfires, and then like backfires will be like, "Oh yeah, 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 fair." <laughs> if I kept living in. Bow Desert, I reckon. It's bound to happen. Who else is there? <laughs> but yeah, like, is there? I mean, we've all we all we all went to uni. 
do you have any um, uni game uni games yarns? I know that I know there's when when I went there there are a few good yarns going around, but um, yeah, Bronnie, did you have any uni game yarns love stories? I think. It's back to, I'm not going to name names, but I think it's back to finding out you've just storied your cousin and then you go to verse them <laughs> in sport the next day. <laughs> You're going straight to it. <laughs> well, I'm not naming names, but I mean, you, when you're on a night out, I feel like you don't check as much as you should. Yeah, yeah. And then you've done research. Well, this has happened to one of my friends. I've researched the next morning, found out, then had to verse them in sport the next day. Did they know as well? The other. The other, the, the other person? No. Too shame. Too shame oh. to tell them. Did they, t- did they tell them at all? No, I don't. They prob- <laughs> well, they probably know now, I hope. But no. <laughs> I don't know. I'd love to see the success rate, though, of Unigames couples. Oh, couples that, that have... Come from uni games. I thought I thought you were going to say the cousin couple success rate. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, I don't want to know that. That can be kept private. Um, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this. <laughs> um, Jace, what about what about navigating? Um, yeah, your your relationship with your, with your partner, like being a being a black father. Um, you know, your partner, you know, being not indigenous, what, what, what are some, what are some like tips? What are some pitfalls? Oh, I guess like, yeah, for me, it was pretty like, it's kind of daunting getting started into it. Cause I think there's always that thing of like, how is my, I don't know why, but I always a bit worried like that for some reason, my culture would be like, not a turn off, but something that I'd, I'd have to like ease into, which I don't know why you could just like look at me and, you know, and everything I do on online. And it's pretty obvious that it's not something I shy away from, but like, yeah, I was, there's always like that bit of worry that that's going to be something that's going to affect the relationship. But luckily for me, like my partner is, is like very, um, open and honest with me and where we, as we are with each other. And I think like she's keen to learn about our culture and about me. And that's really helped me just like, actually like take that time to figure out who I am as well and, and what my culture means to me. Cause it's not, it's like, I don't have to shy away from it when I'm with her. Um, and so I guess like for me, if you like tips for being in non-black and black relationships is you've just like got to hope your partner is the right person and she's will- or he or she or they are willing to like learn about, about you and about yourself and about your culture. And, and I think that really helps you as a person like make those steps forward as well with your own life. Mm. No, definitely, definitely. And like, de- you know, definitely can relate to that as well. Like, you know, like my, my ex-partner was, you know, like she was really solid 
like for me, I think like one of the first sort of like when we were talking and, you know, we sort of started seeing each other, like one of the first things I did, which is like a bit like I, I shouldn't have to do this, but like was like check in and go like, this is sort of like what you're getting, <laughs> what you're getting into. You know what I mean? Like I was just like, and like yeah. I, think I was still staying with mum and stuff and like, um, I think something had happened and I was like, yeah, we're pretty fucked. Like there's some shit, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's some, there's some baggage there. Like, are you, you know, basically are you like sweet? Are you up for that sort of thing? Um, you know, and I've like been talking to, um, you know, like in sort of the tuning on the tune. <laughs> o- OTT. <Fuck> <laughs> With like, you know, some, um, black girls and it's just like that you, you don't have to worry about that and there is that level of like you know you do feel comfortable in that um you know the you don't have to you know it, it explain yourself all the time because it is it is a very like personal thing and it's not something that you know you you want like you know out there and and, and have to explain it because we explain it in every other aspect of our lives and it's not something that we want to go home and our most intimate relationships have to do that as well. Um, but yeah, um, I guess like in, in terms of that Bronte, like what's been some things that like you and your partner have like had to deal with, I guess it's like a black couple, like being together, like, is there, was there, you know, any instances where, you know, like, I mean, I remember like survival day for me was like a, a big one. Like it was like a bit of a trigger, like, you know, all our lives have just been spoken about, like out in, like in the media and everywhere. Um, is there anything that, you know, you and your partner have had to deal with, you know, as a black couple? Yeah. I think when those days come around, you can't really... You're both going through it, so I don't know. It's just, it's hard, but I think there's a lot of beauty in that, knowing that you have this partner who can, who is feeling the same as you are, as deeply as you are. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I I don't know. I think with Jack, um, it's just a lot of understanding and... Yeah. Being a black couple, we've both kind of understood, you know, being the first in our families to go to uni, having to go through that, um, the other things that come up, being able to speak the same, you know, use our lingo is a big one. Hmm. Um, And I think, you know, that carries out not only in my relationship but with my friendships, with mob, I think it's... Mob friendships are so, so, so special. Mm. Um, And I think, you know, there's stuff that you go through with your friends as well on days like survival day or there's just things that you have to bond through when it gets too much. Mm. Mm. Um, And and I guess in terms of on that, Bronte, that's a good segue into, you know, just your friendships, you know. Um, what, what's some, how, how, how do you, I guess, navigate, you know, just your day-to-day friendships with non-mob 
Like what, what's, what's some, like for me, for example, I, like I went to boarding school as we all know, as, as you did as well. Um, a large majority of my friendships like at school were white fellas who, you know, don't necessarily have that understanding of like how I grew up. Like, you know, it's obviously been a journey with, you know, teaching them, you know, or them just understanding who I am as a person and why I'm that person. Um, it, it can be, it, it can be like tough sometimes. Like your, your best mates often don't understand like where you're coming from. Is that, is that, is that an experience? I might go to you, Jace. Like, is that an experience that you've, you've had with, you know, friendships with non-mob? Yeah, for sure. Like I, um, like you, I've got, I've got quite a lot of non-mob friends, um, from high school still. And I feel like I've got kind of, I've got that group of friends and I've got, um, a group of non-mob friends from uni as well. And then a bunch of mob friends that I've met since and, and out as well. And it's like, I'm kind of navigating these three spaces, I suppose, because my older friends from school, it's like, we've grown up together for a long time. And we kind of, it's like, we have this understanding of who each other is. And sometimes I feel like um, having that long relationship, we end up avoiding some of those awkward conversations or questions about, um, usually about like who we are. And so specifically for me, it's like my identity and stuff. And I think sometimes that comes down to the fact that we might think that we, like we kind of already know each other just because we've known each other for so long, but really that might not be all the, like, you know, what, to what level is that? And mm. I think I've kind of noticed that that is like navigating that friendship is different to navigating ones that I've made since, because then it becomes more about like, okay, I'm more inclined to ask, or you might be more inclined to ask these questions about me or about you. Um, because I want to, like, I don't know you and I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to know who you are. I'm trying to know um, if, if this person is the right person to bring into my life, basically. And I think like, as, I think it's important as well to like do that with older friends. But for me, for some reason, like that's just something that I've noticed is like, I've, I've slowly, as more people come into my life, I'm, I'm more inclined to, I guess, almost like a, a long screening process of, of like, if I want this person in my life and it's something that I'm going to check and, and really be cautious about, because I know, like, I guess it comes with like, I, I don't want to be hurt again, or not again, but I don't want to be hurt by other people or I don't want to bring hurtful people into my life. Cause I, I'm trying to look after myself and, mm. and then, and then again, the next bit is like the mob friends that I make. It's, it's almost like, there's this underlying connection that we all have and it makes it a little bit easier to communicate and talk to and like build these friendships because we're kind of in something together. And I, I'm sure that's something that everyone's kind of felt when they, when they meet other mob. Do you think, do you think, do you guys think there's like almost an expectation like from community or from, from your own mob to like, just like back on relationships, like, to be with someone who's black as well? I don't know, but I know my mum was happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 
gosh, I don't know. Um, I know my nan, his past would have been happy too. Bless her. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? How how does your mum feel? Oh, when I was in a relationship with Izzy, like, mum, mum, she never said anything. Like, when she met her, she was like, oh, she's lovely. Like, um, <laughs> but I, I de- <laughs> definitely, like, especially, you know, in the uni, um, uh, sort of environment and, like, I, I definitely, like, got run, not run down, but they were, like, you know, other black girls, they were, like, oh, of course he's with a white girl. <laughs> oh, yeah, trust. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're, like, you, you and I, I, I hear that. Even, even I'm sometimes, like, oh, of course she's with, like, a white man. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, where, I mean, I, do you agree? Like, is that, is that something that you guys hear? And, like, if, if so, where, where do you think that comes from? Did your family do that to you, Jace? No, no, I don't know. I think they're pretty happy that I'm just like <laughs> in a relationship and happy. So. But, yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know, but yeah, I get the same thing, like hearing it from, especially a lot of younger mob, like I think it's something like, you know, maybe, maybe it's the generational thing where it's like more power, maybe it's seen as more powerful to be with mob. I reckon, I reckon it's like a, like a, <laughs> I reckon it's like a generational thing as well. Like how we view relationships. That's what I was trying to get at at the top, but like how we view relationships is different to how our grandparents or, you know, how our parents viewed and, you know, participated in relationships. Like I know, um, even just having like white friends, like was something that was not weird, but just not really experienced like from you know my mum and stuff like that like it was and especially like I mean I had like my white friends were like (laughs) really rich as well so like I think there's another element to it but just yeah so it was it was stuff that we'd like we had to navigate ourselves uh you know there was no sort of you know example of like what we could follow to uh you know that was the right way to do it not that there's a right way to do it but you know and like you know even 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 like today and growing up like everyone's just sort of trying to find themselves and like relationships especially are you know something new that we I guess stumble our way through um but I wanted to wanted to ask you guys about um like too keen allyship (laughs) um when you, when you, a lot, a lot, a lot of friends that, not a lot of friends, I've got a few friends that, uh, they go through a phase of being, you know, they, they, they find out that they're, you know, I'm going to be an ally to Jonah. I'm going to be, <laughs> you know, I'm going to make him feel comfortable and, <laughs> you know, and then they'll start sprinkling in some vernacular, like they'll start saying gammon or they'll start saying, Don't. you know, Dory, uh, have you... <laughs> That's have you shame. guys have you guys experienced anything like that? Yeah, the using our lingo sometimes it depends who it is. Sometimes you can let it go, but other times it's just shame. <laughs> it's just cringe. I should I, I shouldn't call it two K allyship. I think it's just white people doing white people stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you do you have any do you have any yarns, Jace? Nah, not not on that level. <laughs> but 
I, I see it around every now and then. <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon we're I reckon we're like starting to see more of us, like especially on socials and stuff like that. Like, and it's a good thing, like a hundred percent. But yeah, just instances like that, I reckon that it's funny. It's a bit like as well. Yeah, I think. I think you can see through it, though, the performative allyship, mm. um, especially when days like Survivor Day come around and you have that one friend who's asking you a million questions about mm. it. I don't know. It's kind of exhausting. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just exhausting. Dating apps, you, you both of you guys are in relationships. I'm not. So you guys, I, I don't know. Have you guys been on dating apps before? Nah, I have. That's where I. Went, <gasps> that's where I met my partner. Oh, <gasps> all right, sweet. Okay, so how, like, what, what what's it like being mob on dating apps? Like for me, <laughs> this is a pretty gamer, but like for me, it was like they would ask like, "Oh, what Nasho are you?" And I'd be like, "Oh, guess." <laughs> Oh, yeah, you would. <laughs> and it'd be, this, like, it'd be this, like, big reveal one. They'd be like, oh, like you Pacific Islander? I'd be like, no. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> and then they'd be like, oh, you, yeah, you're Aboriginal. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, and Japanese. <laughs> and Japanese. Yeah, it was, um, it, it's cringe. I, I don't use, like, I'm not on, I'm on dating apps, but I'm, I rarely use it. I've only That's ever been on, like, honestly, I've only ever been on, like, one date with someone from like a dating app and I didn't like it. <laughs> what didn't you like about oh, it's it? It's just like, I don't know, having to explain like, like you go to dinner with someone, the person I, the person I went to dinner with, like, I don't know, just wasn't like when they, you know, found out I was Aboriginal and like, they were like, oh, you're yeah, cool, cool. And then like we started speaking about it and I was like talking about the work I do and this time I like, at this time I was working in a, you know, previous job and, you know, it was like mob focused and I was like talking about it and I could just tell that she just wasn't interested in it. And it was like a big sort of turn off for me. I was just like, oh, you know, it's just going to be, I'm going to have to explain all this shit. And she's, I don't know, I just didn't, I just didn't feel supported and like safe to, you know, really open up sort of thing in that way. So yeah, just never really you know, bid on them to go out on any more dates. But Jace, looks like you were successful. <laughs> did you, did you, yeah. were you, were you like, had you gone on many dates on the apps before? Yeah, I'd gone on a few and I think I like ran into a like similar situation, you know, where you, you kind of like, you get that vibe that um, when you tell them that you're Aboriginal, it's like, oh, if they're not interested in that part, it's like, well, that's, you know, that's a, that's like my life. That's who yeah. I am. Yeah. So you really got to, like, you got to be interested at, or something like that. But, um, but now then I met my partner on there and, and I don't know, it just like clicked. It, it was weird. It's like we knew each other for a long time for some reason, oh. but obviously we didn't. And, uh, just happened really naturally, I think. <laughs> but, you, but, 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 but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brody loves this stuff. I love it. I love it so much. Well, you, oh. I, I was, I was going to say, Bronte, you missed out on dating apps, but you, you didn't. <laughs> especially being, a, especially being a black woman. 
Oh, have you have any of you experienced any racism on on dating apps? Mm, no, I haven't. But there's just like, I mean, I I guess it's like like what they like. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to come across someone unless they you know actually keen on it. They've, I've sp- I've yeah. spoken to you know girls on there that have you know just been super dismissive and just go okay yeah, whatever like all that kind of stuff but yeah nothing like yeah nothing like overtly racist or anything like that yeah i've not run into anything directly racist i suppose or you get the um, you get the just you get I the bias like being... sometimes the buyers are like no brown people what <laughs> oh yeah i've seen a few of those <laughs> is that actually a thing yeah. Oh my god. They'll, like, they'll be like, no brown people, no Asians. <laughs> it's like, honey. <laughs> should be guidelines yeah. or something. Yeah, it's like, honey, you need to cast your net wide. That's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, I mean, dating, dating's a. I mean, dating for us is apps, like our generation, you know what I mean? Unless, unless like, you meet, you know, like you, Bronny. <laughs> But it's not like, like I'd, I'd never, actually on, on nights out and stuff, you go talk to people, but like, you know, my, my brothers and like cousins are like talk about, oh yeah, you know, I was just yelling this girl in the street. I was like, I would never. <laughs> just do a career trackers internship if you're looking, looking <laughs> for love. <laughs> you heard it, you heard it here. If first. you know, you know. And then I, I guess like something I was interested to hear from you guys with as well, um, have you guys ever like stopped being friends with someone or shut down a relationship with someone because of I guess their views on mob or their their views on just anything really, but like yeah, have you guys experience of had to I guess close off a relationship because they, you know, were racist or they just you know, you just didn't agree with them on certain things? Yeah, I think that's why I have my guard up with making friends with non-Indigenous people. I think, you know, non-Indigenous friends in the past not having my back, for example, there's been times where I've been on nights out and it's come up that I'm Aboriginal and someone said something and... I've gone out with my friends and they haven't said anything to stand up for me. And then I'm put in this dangerous situation because, you know, no one has my back. And Mm. there's been times where there's been not even implicit but explicit racism Mm. and they won't call it out. Mm. Um, And I think going to uni, there's been a lot of that, living on campus at uni, you know, where or going to a private school where, you know, there's a very distinct demographic, Um, they just don't call it out. And it's, you know, there's been times where it's made me feel really weak in my cultural identity because I've been made to feel like I'm too much, I'm overreacting, I have too many opinions when I'm simply just existing. Mm, (laughs) Like, mm, mm. it's been really hard. And then, you know, I think the special thing with Jack and I, with past relationships in fights there's been times where I've called been called racial slurs or I've visited their families and they've said oh you're aboriginal you're aboriginal um and it's just made me feel like shit and 
Nah, my my grandma did not get kicked out of school for being Aboriginal for me to shut up and not say anything. So I think that's kind of my mindset going into these relationships or navigating relationships with non-Indigenous people. Like, my old people didn't have to go through all that shit for me to sit quiet. So I think, yeah, it goes back to having such a... I don't know. I feel like my circle, there's a lot of mob in there and I think it's so special to be friends with mob, like, to be surrounded by black excellence. I met a lot of my friends who are mob at uni and, you know, my friends are going to be, like, black doctors, black lawyers, black social workers. Mm. And I remember one night, because a lot of us lived on at the uni accommodation because they came from all over, all over the country. Um, there was one night and it was, you know, me and the mob at uni and there were stars and usually there's no stars in Sydney and we all had cups of tea and we're talking about, you know, the guys we've seen around campus and <laughs> it's, just, it's just so special. We're talking about, you know, leaving our families and leaving country mm. to study and it's just so special and I remember feeling so lucky that I found these people and they're, they're my forever friends. They'll mm. be at my wedding. They'll be in my life forever. Mm. Mm. But, yeah, what about you, Jace? What about the the navigating non-Indigenous friendships? Have, has there ever been a time where you've there's been a relationship breakdown? I think so. I think, like, for me, it's like I think it tends to be, like, the newer people in my life and then... It's like if I, if I'm in, I don't know, a certain situation where, um, like this person has the chance to either like do something or good or bad, you know, and, and it goes, uh, south, then usually it's like a sign for me to just walk away. And I'm not, I'm not usually very confrontational. And I think that's just like, mm. that's just who I am, which can be good or bad, but, um, yeah, I tend to do a bit of a a silent, what do they call it? Like a silent quit. And I, I just like, I will just like leave that person. And, um, and I'm happy to do that because I think like, I don't like, I don't need toxic people or, or people with the wrong views in my life. And like, cause you know, I know that I'm just going to make their life better. And if they're not doing that to me, then why should I be there? Boom! Hundred <laughs> percent. Period. No, no, no time for that, that in twenty twenty three. Per. I said, I said that back exactly. in twenty twenty one. How's it going? Got, but yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, I got to look after yourself. You know, like I think it's important. Just like uh, there's, there's too much out there for mob to. That's like going against us. That like we got to stick with each other or stick with the people that are gonna stick with you. Mm. Very, very wise words, Jace. You a day older <laughs> or something? <laughs> a year older. Sorry. I know. <laughs> Have you ever seen her? What's the best way to... Yeah, go on. Give us your question. Good ways. <laughs> All right. Question bowl time. Um, as we said last week, we, we want to be hearing from you, Mob, as well. So send us in uh, questions if you want us to read them out. Um, this week, the question is, do you, do you want to, do you want to reach for it? Yeah. All right then. Okay. No going back. <laughs> when did you get your first phone? What was your first ringtone? Um, Jace, you want to go first? All right. I don't, I don't really remember. I think I was like probably 
it must have been like years eight or year nine and got my first phone and I like I, damn, I like I remember wishing that I had a cool ringtone, but I, I didn't. I just had something basic. <laughs> what what <laughs> something, phone was it? I don't know. Some I think it was a slide phone. Oh what? What? As your first you phone. <laughs> <laughs> you must rich or what? <laughs> no, but like a real a real bad one. <laughs> yeah, all right. Entry level, entry level. Entry level. Second hand was it handing down or was it brand new? I don't know, probably. <laughs> or a flip phone. I can't remember. I had one. Flash mode. And then Damn. I thought that was the best thing ever, but everyone else was walking around with the iPhones. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. True, true. What about you, Bunny? No, nah, it was the same. Everyone was walking around with iPhones and I had my little Nokia with the keypad. But it was pink, so I was, oh, yeah, I was happy. Yeah. And then um, for Ringtone, it would have been... We had our cousin, our naughty cousin, live with us for a little bit. So we recorded, like, the Tupac CD and made that my ringtone. Um, but I remember with those phones, do you remember, like, 1-800-REVERSE? Oh. <laughs> yeah, 100%. That brought back. And you'd, you'd, you'd call and then go, Mum, I'm at the train. <laughs> Mum, come pick me up. Yeah. Mum, you forgot to pack me lunch. Yeah. <laughs> come pick me up on the train. <laughs> what about you, Jonah? The first, like, all right, so I had, the first phone I got was this, it was this blue little Motorola. It was a se- it was secondhand one. It was given to me by my stepmom. And I thought it was so sick. Like, yeah, I got it when I was in like year six and no one else had one like it. And I was like, I'm the shit, honestly. <laughs> everyone everyone had little little Nokia, like, you know, the little brick, the gray ones. I had this little Motorola. So cool. And like we'd, yeah, I'd record, um, fuck, what did I record? I think it was like a, it was a Lupe fiasco song. I used to be like, oh, I, I, I used to love Lupe. I still do. But, um, yeah, you know, kick push song. Kick push kick. Yeah. I'm not going to see it. I don't know why I Don't recall. Um, but yeah, I recorded that and that was my ringtone. And then I got, and then, and then I, I got brought back down to earth and I got a little Nokia for Christmas after my Motorola one broke. Yeah, humbled. Humbled. I mean, the devil works hard. <laughs> Black mums work harder. Yeah. <laughs> still I got a phone though. <laughs> yeah. I, reckon that's, I reckon that's the tagline of the podcast. Devil works hard, but black mums work harder. Yeah. <laughs> um, show. Did you Did you have IOU? Did you ever have IOU? The with credit Tel- Yeah, thing. with Telstra. Nah, no. We I just did one eight hundred reverse. Yeah, true, 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 true. Mm. Um, well, that's all we've got time for for episode two, Black Love. Last episode, we finished with some words of wisdom uh, from myself. Um, <laughs> this set, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna finish on some words of wisdom from myself again, but uh, in line with the theme. It's uh yeah some some pickup lines that you can you can use, uh you know when you're trying to pick up your a new woman or a new man or you know whoever, um they don't work. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried them, um, oh. but yeah one 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 that you can you can do short sweet is um any chance. <laughs> what? Is any chance? Yeah, any chance. Or um, 
one that I should use is uh, Who's Your Mob? <laughs> yeah. That's the opening line. Who's Your Mob? That should be that should be everyone's opening line when they're, um, you know, trying to date mob. Yeah. Words of wisdom. Find out Just if you Just a picture of your family tree, like, oh, you're yeah. not in here. Eh? Yeah, in your pocket. <laughs> you're laminated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Nanny Cotton was related to that. <laughs> to be in like the uni games um, little pack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll see you later. Thanks, guys. Thank see you. Ya, see you, Mob. Ya, mob.